better and worse with Jess and Rach. Hi, Rach. Hi, back in the stew. This is where we belong. I let's, like it here. Let's keep it real. This is where we belong. I like it here. Sorry for making all the switch ups on you guys for as far as the tube community. The tube commune. The tube commune. You guys are growing by the day. We love to see it. Yeah. But I am trying to redo this space, even though it doesn't. You go for it. Okay. I mean. It's kind of the same. I got some ideas. I'll, right. I'll give to you. I'm happy. I'm happy to have you. Okay, good. Okay. How are you, Rach? Let's do a little menti, menti health check-in. I'm, I mean, I'm good. Uh, mental health check-in. I'm good. Um, I don't know if it's like my season is just like around the corner and I don't feel like I'm finished the season that I'm currently working on, like work-wise, wedding-wise. So that's been a bit of a bummer because I'm like, when are you going to get a break? Oh, never? Great. <laughs> that sounds like fun for you. But it's all just motivation to like take into this year of like, get your shit together. Don't be postponing on editing. Get get a gallery, deliver a gallery. In other words, what we like to say here in the FBNW community, tighten up. Tighten up. We got to get that TTP out and we got to rip roar ready to go it. And TTP stands for, if you don't know, Team Tight Pussy. Yeah. And that's us. That's what we like to and, call ourselves. And all of you are honorary members if you would like to be a part of that community as well. If you're Team Tight Pussy, let us know. Tap in. <laughs> <laughs> let us know let us if you know. want to be a part of 2022 team tight pussy because we're tightening up this yeah. year guys and, there, and I that mean, means kegels yeah. that means, <laughs> means. I, don't, I don't understand kegels when i was talking to my friend morgan about this i was like and i mean this is getting too tmi i don't understand how to like hold it Did i can like say, flex it i can go but like i think how that's am what I gonna, it is <laughs> No, Morgan said you should be able to hold something there. Like if you were to put like a little egg in there, you should be able to. Yeah. I'm like, I would, I would egg drop, you know. <laughs> I would egg drop. I would egg sure. drop for sure. For I sure. think I got a good hold on it. Okay. But I don't know. I'm making a weird face because I'm trying to do it now. Do am it. I squeezing butt cheeks or am I, am I, <laughs> or am am I, I pulsating my butthole yeah. or am I, or am I pulsating flat? I don't know. <laughs> One of the lines that I think you missed during our episode last week that I listened back to and I locked eyes with Josh when I said it because he was in the kitchen <laughs> is when you're talking about when you asked me, um, do you sleep uh, naked? With, yeah, with mm-hmm. without your underwear on or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll do tits out. I won't do lips out. <laughs> and you didn't hear it. Oh my god, we do that a lot. That's really funny. I know. No and lips out. Josh and I were just Josh looked at me, he was like, Oh my god. <laughs> That's um, a good one. But yeah, lots of been lots has been happening at the Roche Hyphen Pridemore house. Um basement flooded. Mm, mm, mm. Um it's not it's no longer flooded. We've solved the issue. There are bright blue uh tubes coming out of our house. <laughs> To direct it towards the road nice. in a temporary fix. Um, so, you know, we love when there's a reason for something. And uh, what are you going to do? I pro- you know, problem yeah. is solved. I'm not going to focus on it. You know what? That's what we that's what we have people out here doing for us. You yeah. know, 
like a like a Rick. Yes, we got we have we have we have connections over here. That's we're happy to have it. You know, minor inconvenience. Water out of the basement, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> instead of water under the bridge. Yeah, thank okay. you. Thank I, you for understanding. I, I was picking up. It was your off the top now. of the dome. I did what I, I did my best. Um, another snag we ran into. Um, and I've done this once before. I don't know when we're going to catch on to like hide a key. Um, but Josh and I locked ourselves out of the house yesterday. This isn't the Ooh. first time. No, I locked myself out because, um, and I did take my keys with me, but I'd forgotten that I gave Madison my key mm-hmm. and it, you know, but she, she came and rescued me, but no, it was like nine thirty, um, rocking barley. And I like convinced him to come with me around the whole block to do a whole block walk. Um, let's block walk it. And yeah, I'm like, she needs a little exercise. What, what the hell are we doing? Let's get a little serotonin. Yeah. Let's walk. get it going. So. I walk outside first with Barley and I turn around and I say, like, I don't have my keys. He goes, what? Shuts the door. (laughs) I said, I don't have my keys, babe. Do you guys, you have to find the one window that doesn't lock. (laughs) That's what we do. We hop that shit always. Let me tell you. We walk all, we call my mom who has a spare key, who, but she also happens to live 25 minutes away. Um, But we're, we're going all the way around the block and. I'm like looking at Josh. I'm like, you're handling this well. We're kind of laughing about it. I'm like, is this growth? Is this, you know, because like as soon as, catch. as he saw, as soon as he shut the door, I was like, I you're kidding. Yeah. You're kidding. You're absolutely kidding with me. He was like, I didn't hear you, you know? And so he's acting all cool. We're like halfway around the block. He goes, we got to get back there, babe. I'm getting, I'm getting worried. We got to get back there. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Mental breakdown. Three, two, one. But we get back to the house. And sure enough, one of our windows was unlocked. Um, side note about that window. Herschel also tried to escape out that window. Her cat. We a lot, a lot has been going on. A lot of interesting things. Um, so... We have this uh, like dog crate outside. It's not ours. Um, I don't believe in caging animals outside. But um, anyway, he hoists me up onto that, um, and he's sight. he's cracking up like fully, fully ha- enjoying the moment, finding yeah. humor in things, which is really hard for these men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm nose diving. <laughs> into my house sliding in herschel's trying to get out i'm like ah it's like a whole scene um and then i like go in and i let him in (laughs) the the breezeway and he dangles his keys in front of my face he goes got your ass (gasps) (laughs) no way and i looked at him like wait we did not go through all of this you took the joke way too far. I was in my new Abercrombie jeans that I bought for our engagement session this weekend. And I said, I was like, if I rip these jeans, I'll I'll never forget. He took it too far. Oh, my God. I was like, I felt like like Winston and New Girl. I'm like, that's too big. Yeah. That, the- like, I was like, I'm in shock. He goes, are you mad? And I was like, I just don't know why that was necessary. Because it's like to the I point where I'm like, that. I can't even laugh at this. Yeah, it's past the point. But I'm also like. You did this for what? For what? You did this for what? For what? And he was like, if the window was locked, I would have come clean. You should have come clean before I hop my hobbled but my But he ass was like, when we got, he house. was like, when I had the opportunity to hoist your ass through a window, he goes, I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. 
<laughs> in the way that he, I get it. He gleefully was like, "Got your ass!" Oh my god, that's funny though. I will give him props for that being funny. <laughs> Do I think he took the joke too far? Yes, but also like, I kind of would like to see you kind of hobble through a window as well. I mean, I knew like looking back on it, all the signs. I was like, "You were too relaxed." Yeah, should you known. were too. You should've were. Known. You were too chill. You were too go with the flow. I literally, I was like, walk around the block. I was like, babe, no one else I'd rather get locked out of a house with. You were trying, of course. I was that's what like, we do. We try great. to make light of the situation. But he was, I mean, he, he was already light. He already knew. Because I was like. What a prankster. I mean, truly at his core, apparently, he is a prankster. So that, a lot, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Not shit. I mean. Getting taxes done. I've been productive. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I just can't talk about on the pod. Yeah. Um, quite yet. Um, but I mean, we're he- we're getting ready for vacay. I will say that. Yeah. We're heading to Charleston soon to celebrate Joe's cousin's wedding, which I happen to be shooting. My sister Britt is going to be joining me on the vacation. Noise, noise. It's going to be fun. It's a good little little meetup situation. We have a house right on the beach. We plan to be doing nothing but getting wasted and beach volleyball and all things vacation. I can't tell you the last time I went on like a legit beach vacation, mm-hmm. like very, very, very long time, mm-hmm. like childhood. So looking forward to that. I think getting ready for that, packing the bags, getting excited. Okay. I have nothing to look forward to. I'm a seven and I need things to look forward yeah. to. So like That'd I'm hitting nice. the mark of like a week and a half where like I can really start to get ready. Um, But yeah, other than that, things have been... You know, chill. I've been productive getting the taxes done, trying to get things in order to meet with a mortgage broker. We're going to take next steps. Hot dog. Hot dog diving in. I'm about to dive into this shit. Good. Proud could of you. Could be super stressful. Could be super fun. Could be a little bit of both. Yeah. I'm, it's going to be both. Going to hope for the best. But I do um, have some hot topics to talk about. Okay. If you want to dive in. Yeah. I saw this on TikTok and I think it'd be perfect for us. Okay. And it, this is your... Best case weed circle, people you want in your weed mm-hmm. circle, or your nightmare weed circle. People you would love to have a little smoke sesh with, and people you want it. And I'm going to let you think on that for a minute while okay. I tell you. Yeah. I think it was easier for me to to get my best case, like my my yeah. crew, my crew that we're going to be toking it up, toking mm-hmm. and smoking with. I know I see the wheels turning, so I'm gonna let you think in it while I tell you mine. Mm-hmm. Best case, best weed circle ever, and I, and I'll, I guess I'll give you reasons why. Some might be self-explanatory, and some might not. So my first two are Kevin James and The Rock. Something about that friendship has me in tears. Okay, <laughs> like I has me in tears because they're equally Kevin funny. James, meaning Paul Blart Mall Cop, right? Kevin James. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin Hart. Okay. I was going with maybe I was thinking Kevin James too, because he's funny too. Yeah. He's actually on standby. Let me okay. I'm gonna <laughs> Kevin Hart. I'm sorry. I was like, I guys. didn't even know that they were friends. No. Kevin James is really funny, but no, for the sake of the friendship, it's definitely Kevin Hart and The Rock. Okay. Yeah. Because their friendship is actually really funny. Kevin Hart, he was on the fence for me for a while because like, are you too much? Yeah. You know, we also- we can't have like too much funny yeah. in the group. But like I think he can be subtle about things, and the way he talks, I think I would just be cackling. Yeah. 
And The Rock is clearly the, the alpha in that situation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's going to hold it down. Yeah. You know, and especially for me, I have not engaged in the marijuana in a very long time because when I last few times I did, I just paranoid as fuck. I'm not a, I'm not a schmalker. But we have. Yeah. So you, we come from experience. And cool. I and I did enjoy it in the times that I did. Okay. Next up on the list. Adam Sandler. Self-explanatory. I think he offers a little bit of comic relief, but also like a, a lot of comfort. Mm-hmm. Like he's really, he's like a man character. I put him in there because like, why not? Mm-hmm. To say that I did would be cool. Okay. This is a given. This was like, first off, I already knew. He was like top number one pick was, was Seth Rogen. Yeah. Do I need to explain? Mm-mm. Not really. Loves loves the ganja. And my list is find, so much different than yours. And I find him very attractive. Okay. And my last up, he has passed, but this is all Mac hypothetical. Miller. Who? Mac Miller. No. Robin Williams. Yeah. I know I went with a real funny mm-hmm. crew, but I think all of them together would be would be pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, I, I completed this list and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I kind of like this circle. And I was like, am I a guy's girl or what? I was like, why <laughs> did I not put any woman in here? And I was like, that is really weird. And I'm like thinking of celebrities. I'm thinking of people like, they don't always have to be celebrities too. And I was like, you know what? My friend, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have smoked enough weed with this girl that like literally... Everyone, any, anyone else, not everyone else, my friends would freak me out, but I was like, we would always just laugh. Like it was yeah. never paranoia with her. It was always just like, always good it was always like it, respectful of the food move with her. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like I need a woman who's just going to hold it down mm-hmm. and like look at me and when check in on things, but also down to clown. Yeah. And it would be Danielle. That's, that's my lineup. Okay. And I, and I also want to go nightmare, nightmare weed circle with you. Okay. But I want to hear your. The people you need. Okay. Well, the first person that came to mind was Michelle Obama. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> We're going out. We're okay. And then while I have Michelle Obama, I think who, what dynamic would I love to see mm-hmm. blossom from that? So throw in Cardi B because would love to meet her, would love to see who she is, not on social media, would also love to see how Michelle Obama would react in those situations mm-hmm. with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. As I would imagine, shenanigans wouldn't sue. Absolutely. Really, my whole thing is like, I just want to be a fly on the wall for these interactions. Same. I don't, I don't, I don't anticipate to participate. Yeah. I just want it to be good. Some good time gals. Um, I love you're going straight girls and I went straight dudes. Yeah. Um, Amy Poehler couldn't resist adding Amy Poehler into mm-hmm. that mix because she's the, you know, she's a comedian, but she's also, you know, very like socially active, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like her and Michelle would really vibe and I think she'd play off Cardi really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doja Cat. For the entertainment, of course. Oh my She's God. also very funny. Very, very funny. Down to earth. Her TikTok's hilarious. All of these women are so intelligent. It's beyond me. Um, And let's see. Let's throw Brock in there too. Just for for the good times. Just for the secrets. (laughs) Just for for the conspiracies alone. I just want want, like. I also just want to see Brock and Michelle together in an intimate moment. Just a real moment. Yeah. 
I lo- I, I saw those and then I was like, I can't handle the pressure. I thought about the Obamas. Yeah, you have to. But then I thought of another duo who was Kevin Hart and yeah and Dwayne Johnson potato tomato (laughs) I think they're one of the same (laughs) at that point no but that's a good that's a solid lineup but I also think Michelle Obama has been on my mind lately because on one of my run playlists it's Michelle Obama over my hand doing Oprah Dawson it's a song I don't know what the song is but it comes on my mix okay and I'm always like yeah Michelle Obama so she's just heavy on the mind right now yeah she is (laughs) as she should she's in the playlist rotation Okay, good one. So opposite. Yeah, I had no idea. And that can change. Mm-hmm. Your circle can change. Mm-hmm. But I, it was harder for me to think of my nightmare. Yeah, I'm, I, wanna, I want some inspo. And I have two. Okay. I have two people. And that's all I could think of on my drive here. And when I think of more, I'll let you guys know. And the first one was Vicky from the Fairly Odd Parents. So we're not even. No, they could be fictional. Okay. Like, definitely not. She's a snitch. She's always been a snitch for real. Like, she's paranoid as fuck. <laughs> Am I right? Like, absolutely. She's always been a snitch for real. That's not That's not what we want in the group. No, it's true. I also thought someone I don't want in my circle, Shane from Love is Blind. I know you don't know. Yeah. But he's he's crazy. He's crazy. He would also elevate the party and be like, where are we going next with this? He's too anxious for me to even sit or to watch on TV. So, like, to sit. Yeah. Any anxious energy is not welcome. Okay. You know what? So a lot of people on TikTok put Joey King in their nightmare. People be hating on Why? her. Why? Just because the, you can't see past that she's not fucking, um, what's that character she played? Uh, Gypsy Rose? Yeah. Everyone thinks she's just Gypsy Rose. I'm like, just because of the character she plays? She's a, isn't she like Ramona and Beezus? Like, she's been, she's been around for, yeah, she for a long time. And she also dated nate from euphoria. euphoria fun fact because they were in the I kissing have, booth together which i watched on a plane once and i thoroughly enjoyed it okay i have seen nate on an interview and i <laughs> i've never been more attracted you've to seen what you needed to see he has an accent and he's mm-hmm. nervous boy energy mm-hmm. nothing hotter than that nothing yeah. hotter than you not knowing you're hot he's hot yeah Oh, I will say this, a current event. I did say I went to go see the Batman. I want to see that. Was it good? It was good. I'll give you a little rundown. No spoiler. No spoiler. But my takeaways are it was entirely too long. Yeah. It was entirely too long. Um, DC movies be like that. I just, it was a lot. Robert Pattinson absolutely killed it. I think I love The Dark Knight. I love mm-hmm. the the dark route that we're taking on these these Batmans. I love dark and mental health and mm-hmm. all of this this new less campy mm-hmm. um, vibe. It was good. I mean, it was very badass. Mm-hmm. I think the takeaway was like, what a cinematic experience overall. Very good. I went, that's what I did. I went out to um, I crashed Joe's guys' night. Oh, good. Yeah. Must happen every once in a while. It was fine. It was, I thought it was just a weird, one of those things like, I'm going out with me and my brothers to go see the Batman. You know what I did? And I was like, okay. You know what I did? What? On bar, on bar with that? My hmm. God, I can't believe I almost missed my opportunity. Went bowling. A <laughs> pastime that is always cool. Went bowling. I love bowling. With, with Garrett and Jenna. A double date. And their friends, a couple of their friends. And it was, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, still awkward. Bowling is 
it's a very weird thing because you know, like you you get one strike and you're like, this is my night. And then you gutter ball straight there's next no, time. There's no skill required. It's straight luck. Yeah. Bowling's always just been that way. I'm a lot better than Josh. Josh is... <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes? No, he's not good at, go- at bowling. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. But, it's yeah. a hard. It's good. You, you gotta, gotta be humble the, in some ways. You gotta find the right grip. Yeah. And the right weight. Yeah. Um. The flick of the... It's in the flick of the wrist. Yeah. It's Look in the flick of the wrist. The other guys in the group were doing like the the palm in it. You know, oh, the man chill on that. But Josh, chill. No. Joe's Joe's like the arm. <laughs> you know the energy Joe brings to the ball. Oh alley and it's, my god, it's always extra. Okay. Um, but similarly to watching reality TV, okay, because oh. the only person I could think of at this time was a contestant in a very a past season of the show that Josh and I've been watching, um, Survivor. Have you ever fucking heard of it? Yeah, it's been around for it twenty is a, fucking years. It is riveting television. I Joe had, dabbled. Joe and I no, dabbled. I bit. have no idea. I I'd never seen it. I was like, this is crazy. But how much is it real and how much is fake? That's what I want to so, know. But this is the thing. It's a game, and they talk about it like it's a game. So I have no doubt but that it's a, you know, I mean, people lose a lot of weight on the show, like whatever. But also the producers, you are not allowed to wear any survival gear. Because I'm over here, I'm like, why, why would someone wear a blazer to the fucking jungle? Why is Mary Sue got a Victoria's Secret bra on? None of this makes sense. I'm like, so I, I, of course, Googled it. I Googled why do people on Survivor dress like idiots and producers choose their outfits. Like, I'm like, I'm like, the fact that some of these people be out here wearing jeans, mm-mm-mm, that would be bad news. And then that's why they're always in like their underwear and random like bras because it's like a million degrees out. Well, that I feel like I remember them just seeing in like, I thought they get gear. They get like swag, like Survivor swag. No, they only get a buff. They only get a buff. That's it. Yeah, which some girls wear as as like like tube tops. So when I watched Joe and I dabbled for a few seasons, we were on like a kick of it. Yeah, a few years back, and we were talking about techniques. Right when you get on the island, what's your technique? What are you going for? Like, what kind of personality you're going to have on the island with these? Yes, because it's a mental game. These people be playing mental games, and I was like, I really am going to go in. And just keep it real with people. And I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna befriend a lot of people. And you know, like your your click is just gonna accumulate, yeah, on its own. And I said that I was like, why are we? I feel like there's unnecessary drama on the island. And I was yeah. like, why can't we just be? He's like, Jess, immediately you're off the island with that yeah, with that right. with that attitude. Yeah, I was like, every ELE. Everyone I actually loves- feel like Joe would do really well. Oh, he would. He would do really well in Survivor. Also because he's always just like calculated with like what he says in his arguments. Yeah. You ever tried dating a lawyer? You ever tried arguing with a lawyer? <laughs> Your no. point is not valid. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there. so there's only two seasons on um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Season 16 and season 37. And so we watched season 37. Why are those so isolated? 
I don't I think they're like very best of the best. Yeah. Okay. I think they're like top tier. So granted, I feel like I've watched a really good season. But Angelina <laughs> would never want to smoke weed with her. Okay. Would never want to be insane. I'm just like and I feel judgmental and I feel like, you know, should be supporting women women supporting women. International women's day. But she's just like the kind of person that like has a praise kink and just like loves like for example, she bartered to get more rice with Jeff, who is like the host of the show. Mm-hmm. Who I'm sorry, I don't think starvation was ever on the fucking table. I think I mean, maybe it is. Maybe starvation is on the table. I don't know. But so she bartered and basically she gave up something of chance at um, immunity for the next whatever. She would not let that go. And like there's a point in the season where parents come and they get to like see them. Mm-hmm. And the first she gave her mom a hug, she goes, mom, I, I got rice for the whole, whole entire group. And I and it's just like, girl. You did one thing. If you did a selfless act, make it a selfless act. Right. Just like, boo, boo. tomatoes. So tomatoes. I was like, I just can't. But she, oh, I'm, I give, I won't give any more spoilers because I want you guys to watch it. Tune watch in. it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. It's a great show. And I thought Survivor and Fear Factor were kind of the same thing. No, not even close. It's a riveting. Once television. you get in and you learn characters, that's like oh, any reality. Josh photo. and I are gonna. And we said. Josh and I are going to watch the new season when it comes out. And I'm like, oh. but then we have to wait week to week. And we we're like, maybe that's healthy. Having all these bingeable shows. I know. We got we to gotta slow will say, down. People are steering away from that now. Like all new shows are coming out week to week to week yeah. to week. And it's like, damn, I forgot what this feels like. But yeah. I, like I said, I liked, enjoyed watching Euphoria that way because as you were catching up, you were mm-hmm. like, this is not bingeable. And it wasn't. And it shouldn't be because it's. It's a lot to process, and that's why I like that shows are. Oh, I don't. I can't. I literally. I think the most episodes I've watched of Euphoria in a row is two. That's all you can handle. Uh, Maxed out. I'm still like I'm. I'm on the season finale now. Yeah. Take it five minutes at a time. Maxed out. Really gotta digest it. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of thoughts in Euphoria, but you know we can move on to the meat because we must. We must. All right, Jess. What we what do we got on the docket this week? Um, the meat. Beat the, the meat. The beat the meat. The beat the meat. What did we? What did we call it? Oh, do's I'm, and don'ts for getting married in 2022. Yeah, and I, I struggled with this because I didn't want to be repetitive. Yeah, because I thought I tried to think of new things. Yeah, so did I. I mean, call them tip of the dicks. I yeah. mean, let's just—it's a new year, guys, and things have changed. Culture has changed. Weddings will change yep. forever. And I think it's just a nice, now that Rach is going into wedding planning and we're entering yeah. into a new year, let's just let's just refresh yeah. on any one of our listeners who's planning a wedding or kind of on the fence about things to kind of revamp, revisit some tip of the dicks, do's and don'ts for weddings of 2022. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Cool. So... Let's start off with you, Rach. I am kind of minor generic, but also pretty detailed. So should you want to do or uh, don't? Uh, Don't. Okay. My first don't is let's not with the oversized heavy bouquets. Mm. This is going out to brides. This is also going out to florists. They're... 
I I mean, I think for a while they were really in fashion, like these huge, like massive bouquets. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like um, nobody wants to hold it. Yep. Nobody wants to hold that bouquet. And so like when I reached out to um, my friend who's going to do florals for my wedding, I was like, just a little guy. Like I was like, make it whimsy, make it like full – I was like, by no means do I want a five to 10 pound weight mm-hmm. with me all day. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them are like, you said this because like, like, like truly like. I a, was a very sp- lucky to say that first off with florists, like, I don't know how detailed florists are. I love my florist. Yeah. But like we didn't talk about size or weight in my no. bouquet. I just showed up. Yeah. But you know what? I was very lucky. I'm very lucky to have large hands, and I was very lucky to be a tall. Yeah. Well, it really fit. It fit my body yeah. well. But I would say when you handed it when off I handed to it off to someone who was a fourth of me, it was like, and some brides are, you know. Yeah. I guess like know know who it is. Like yeah. Like was, I want to. I want to be like carrying my bouquet, like you know, very around. nonchalantly. Yeah, and so it's like it doesn't have to be a big old thing. It does not. And I would say, like, especially if you like flowers and you anticipate to want a lot of, like, flat your bouquet in a lot of your photos, make sure it's something that you can physically carry with you throughout the day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my my don'ts. Don't that. get a big old thing because you don't need it. I like that. Mine are a bunch of do's. Okay. I think mine's were TOTDs All right. on my end. I mean, there are some don'ts in here. Okay. Um... This is specifically to 2022, just because we're in the wedding boom of the century. And it's don't wait to book. Don't wait (sighs) to book. Um, But I guess this kind of goes with like being flexible Mm -hmm. in 2022 because things are booking up. Everything Mm -hmm. is already booked up. I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you that now. And a lot of things in wedding planning are out of your control. So consider all your options and don't be sad if you don't get your dream whatever. Yeah. My dream venue. It's like your heart was set on it. It's like, no. Yeah. The wedding industry is billions and billions of dollars. And yeah. there's so many other things out there like hidden gems. Yeah. Like uncut gems. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just had to. Every time I see. Everything is a TikTok Everything bit. I When I hear gems, I'm like, uncut gems. Um, no, but like Rachel's venue is like the biggest uncut gem (laughs) it is a hidden gem like i you can create that vision anywhere so Mm -hmm. just trust that and like be flexible with vendors well and what i was saying to you and i think i was it you and madison or maybe it was jerry i don't remember but i was saying um because you said you got an inquiry for 2024 Mm -hmm. and i was saying red flag for me and then you said it was like, well, with some of these venues, like they're booking up for 2023 already. And I'm like, any person that puts that much of a priority on the physical location of their wedding, I don't know. It's just some, it's just a red, like it's a, it's a pink flag. Okay. It's not a hard red, but, I, hey, but it's, set on, I'm saying be flexible yeah. here, but I also, you could tell my advice to go to hell. Yeah. That's just me. And that's you personally saying yeah. like that would never be for me or like that personality yeah. too is not something I would jive with. Like granted they're having people like, I guess if like you're in med school or law school or whatever, you're engaged, other- you don't want to get married till that's over. Like everybody, everybody's got a story, 
But like I've had people inquire with me for like three years, two and a half years in advance because they're 20 years old and they're mm-hmm. still in college. And I'm like, that's the red flag you don't Yeah, want. but it's like, I don't know, it's um, just any, I don't know. If you prioritize your venue over like actually starting your life with someone and you're at a point where you can start your life with someone, I'm just like, I feel like you're putting too much pressure on what the day looks like and not enough. How it feels. Uh, yeah, and how it feels or the marriage in general. Mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody's got a vision, but like, I think like when I talk about like planning our wedding, like my vision is based on feelings alone, like mm-hmm. totally different. I think we'll do an an episode dedicated to like how my second wedding will be different. Um, and a lot of people kind of like ask for that um, when we put out the story or whatever. But yeah, I just it in with the booking vendors. I am still getting inquiries for twenty twenty two. Same. And it's... Uh, I mean, you could try. You could yeah. try. I mean, like... I mean, granted, I'm a 2022 bride, and I just got engaged, but, like, I don't know. I, I've got the ins. Like, I feel like I have the privilege to do that, where, mm-hmm. like, I have people kind of that are my close friends yeah, in and my it's back a sm- pocket. Yeah. Right. In a smaller mm-hmm. wedding. But I guess from that, takeaway, too, like, we have someone who you know, just went through her wedding and you about to go through your second, just like take, take that as like things that we have already learned. Yeah. Like, especially you being like focus more on the marriage more than the wedding. Yeah. And like that's hard to hear. And when you have a vision and you're want it to be perfect, but like take it from us, mm-hmm. take a peek. I mean, never forget one of the most beautiful weddings that we shot at that one dope venue. Um, and um, you second shot for me. And the bride literally was having a panic attack the entire oh, day. Yeah. So the day was gorgeous. Everything Dr- was her perfect. dress was beautiful. Flowers was beautiful. were beautiful. She was beautiful. The venue was beautiful. Everything but that, was great. That marriage wasn't going to last. Oh, two she weeks later. Two weeks later, they she separated. knew it walking down the aisle, and you, that was like so apparent. It was like yeah. we didn't know if she was like naturally anxious, which I think she yeah, was, but she, it was also like. She knew the marriage was going to fail. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But, and she owned, she was like, I was so excited to kind of like, to Go make the, the Pinterest a reality. Yeah. Don't get, don't get caught up in that. Mm-mm. Don't get, you'll. Reality check yourself. Take a fucking peek. Take a fucking peek. Okay, Rachel, what do you got? Um, I'll do a do, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, do get a cheap dress or romper to dance in. If your dress is like too heavy or too hot or mm-hmm. or or you don't want to get it dirty or whatever reason. I just feel like every bride I know that has done that um, has just had so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Like and I think it was also just a mindset shift like, OK, like the, the main dress coming off, like my fun, like my my personality coming out. Yeah, it's another chance to yeah. show yourself. Right. And another I, and like, chance to express yourself. Emphasis on the cheap. Like I'm not saying it, get in, you know. A thousand dollar situation. I'm saying, you know, get fifty dollar romper. Go on, Lulu's. Go to. Hey, I have whatever. one. If anyone wants one, I yeah. was going to change into one and didn't. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cute. Did you wear it to it your? Was, it was like a sparkle romper. Did Never you... wore it to anything. Oh my god. Well, because my dress was made by Nike. Your dress was comfortable. It was made by fucking Nike. I could have ran a marathon in it. Yeah. I mean, it was not made by Nike, but it it could yeah. may as well have been. It was as comfy as all fuck. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty, but that didn't yeah. that didn't bother me. Look, I was in the middle of the woods, so no, yeah. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like if you, I had a bride once, I think I've told this story. I tell the story to people all the time when they're dress shopping. Um, It was like this beautiful silk gown, long train, um, bustles don't work. If I could, if you could take anything out of this episode, bustles don't hold, they don't stay and they don't work. Um, so I mean, immediately this bustle broke on this girl's dress and she's like drunk towards the end of the night. She looks at me, she goes, can we cut it? Can we cut it? Mm. And I was like, girl, need to cut it. I was like, I know you didn't buy this dress or else I would say yes, but mm-hmm. your mom will sue me for your emotional damages if I cut your train off. But I'm not kidding. Like you could feel her dress was easy 20 pounds. Oh my god! Yeah, and just dragging behind you, like she it's so she had funny had that like I was just like searching the internet about like do's and don'ts twenty twenty two trends and all this stuff, just trying to get some inspo. And everyone's like, "Bustle's so important." It's like they don't hold. It sucks. It sucks. Like they don't come with the dress. They're they're an add on yeah. of like you know. It's that's another reason to like ditch the bustle and go yeah. for something like another dress and like like you said yeah. something cheap something lulu something fun yeah something flashy the bustles that work if we're getting technical are the under bustles yeah so it's like underneath but it gives you a poofy butt please know that mm-hmm. but any bustles that are clips or buttons or whatever break because the dress is too heavy the dress is one too heavy someone steps on it because it's still not above the ground. People still step on it. You step on it, whatever. And the, they're designed to break because the other option is your dress rips. Mm-hmm. So these buttons pop, these clips pop, these clasps pop. And then you're left with a dress that didn't, doesn't fucking bustle. Yeah. So word of the wise. I like that. I'm, I'm here for that, too. Yeah. Do, do switch it up. Like, that was highly... I was actually really considering it just to like dress up again or, you know, but also, yeah. Yeah. I I do like it. But my, my, my emphasis was on dresses that you really can't dance in, can't get comfortable in, but your dress was different. I'm curious to see what kind of dress I'm going to end up with. Yeah. Nobody knows. No, I guess do that is like go comfortability. Yeah. Go for what you feel beautiful in. Go. I mean, we've talked about dresses before and just. We always will just tell you to stay true to you, but yep. you'll know when you know. But also, I could have done 50 other dresses, and I stand by that. Yeah. I do. I just don't think that I have ever would have been settled or, like, had my heart on, like, one dress. Yeah. I'm also, like, a. am like, I did go with trends, and I think, like, you people fall. So everyone falls. Let's falls say I, d- I did have someone ask me, because you've alluded to this with your dress, that, mm-hmm. like, and I maybe it was Laura or someone asked, like, so did Jess not like her dress looking back on it? Is it that? Or is it more that you felt like it was too expensive or no, like I th- I had always um budgeted for spending money. Like that wasn't it. It was just like I like so many different style dresses and like what I had in mind of like styles didn't look right on me yeah and this one really did so i just think like i don't know if i wanted to like change my body for it to fit a certain dress yeah. but that never could have happened i just i also have a wide variety of style in yeah. general so i think like but i tried on like a lot a lot of dresses and like none of them like i i don't know i never had that feeling with the dress like my dress was mm-hmm. i look back and i 
I love my wedding. I love my dress. I love the way I looked. I loved everything. So it's like, I don't look back with regret, but you also weren't like, this is the dress. I'm not obsessed. Die I'm in, by no means obsessed with it. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I liked the way it looked on a hanger more than I, I liked the way it looked on me, but really, but I, I didn't like, I didn't hate the way I looked. I love the way I looked on my wedding, but it was perfect. Know. It was perfect. Maybe yeah. it's just like two looking back, like times have changed since my wedding and like, yeah. And I, and, and I I'm think trend, I try, I try, I like trends and I like mm-hmm. the new style of things. So it's like, I do think that's really hard, mm-hmm. but it's so funny because as, as trends are coming around, I remember like even 10 years ago, whatever, you know, growing up, looking back on the wedding dresses from the eighties, the poofy sleeves, the butt bows, the, you know, mm-hmm. all of that and being like, who would ever wear their mother's wedding dress? And now everyone wants to. And now the sleeves are coming back. The poofy sleeves are back and I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed too. But then it's like. Well, I hate it. Well, I hate it. But I think, yes, I think if you don't go full fucking classic, no risks whatsoever in your Mm -hmm. wedding, like, meh, that's not you either Mm -hmm. because you're doing that for the sake that you look back on your gallery in 10 years and you're like, that was good. Yeah. Who cares? Like, it's a good guest experience. If, If you feel like that, you like it, go for it. Yeah. I'm so curious to see what I will end yeah. up with. And like I have an idea, but also I feel like you can venture out if you if it feels right and if you look good in it and Yeah. I really just I'm excited to go dress shopping. Actually go dress shopping cuz I really didn't do that last time. Um to like see what actually looks good on me. Yeah. I really don't know. Good. Good for you. I feel like you're going with an open mind. It was not my favorite part of wedding planning. No. These, these, I just, I am not, I don't feel great about my arms. Who does? Maybe you with your smaller shoulders, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, but not for me. I mean, like, I think I've talked about this, but like any dress shopping, like homecoming dress shopping and prom and stuff like that was just always pretty traumatic for me. I mean, traumatic Mm -hmm. is a harsh word, but I like, it never, it always left, like, I was left in tears. I was always like, that's traumatic. My mom always was like comforting me in the dressing room. Yeah. So. It's okay. I've made it through. I'm fine now. But it builds builds character. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll I'll be in I'll be in full spanks. Oh yeah. I'll be in absolutely (laughs) zip me up. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't fucking put a a wetsuit on me and then we can go. Exactly. For sure. Okay. I have another do. All right. And this will this will kind of segue into maybe next week's episode. But it's review contracts carefully. Yeah. I just also, there's a lot of stuff going on with this, but um, talk talk to your vendor about contracts. Obviously, if anything we learned from like COVID pandemic, like it's changed a lot in contracts as far as like vendors ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just need to make sure on your end as um, you being receiving the service. Yeah, being the client. Yes, that you need to know like what's refundable, what's not, what are cancellation and postponement yeah. policies like. There's just a lot of misunderstanding. And, and so. read the contract. Yeah. Like, truly. Because, like, we have a friend who, like, basically something went wrong. Like, she couldn't deliver everything that was promised. In the contract, it outlines what happens when that can't happen. Because accidents happen. Technological malfunctions happen. And she went above and beyond in delivering a partial refund, which is over-delivering. Mm-hmm. And this bride is pissed off. And it's like, you agreed to the contract, though. Right. 
So either you didn't read it or you're just upset now. But like legally, you don't have any. You have no ground to stand on. You have no ground to stand on. And so read your contracts. And like nobody minds answering questions. Like I have a lot of like kind of obscure like things in my contract that aren't like necessarily industry standard. Like I have a guest camera clause, meaning Mm -hmm. like guests cannot have DSLRs um, at weddings. Absolutely. And I mean, it doesn't exactly say what will happen if they, I mean, it says like, I will ask for them to be put away. I mean, I'm not going to chase uncle James down for the whole night, but it just kind of sets the precedent for me that like, we don't want this to be happening. No, it's it's, it's awkward. It's so awkward. And it's just, and they can have a little cheapy guy and stand from afar and stay out of my way. Like I probably won't say anything then, but if it's like someone's over my shoulder trying to get family photos, which is what I did see in a wedding that, Mm -hmm. Um, it was actually one of my family members that I just recently attended and I was not the photographer and I was like, ended up talking to the photographers at some point yeah. that night and I was like, I just have to say, I saw that and you are a better person than me in that situation. Yeah. And they were like, we were close. Just like, yeah, we don't want to start anything with family members. And I was like, I totally understand. But like, yeah. <gasps> like you had to keep asking that person to back up. I was like, I would be like, no, people, people have no idea, but I mean, you're done for sure. <laughs> you're done. Make sure you're, yeah. you're protected. Also understand that like professionals have to protect themselves too. like more than likely you're dealing with like a solo owned business. Like, yeah, I a, always say to my clients, I'm like, it protects both of us. Like yeah. it's, it's designed to do that. And like, if you have any questions about any wording or anything, just holler at me. Cause I'm happy to explain it all. Yeah. So just something that I feel like came up with our friend recently that was just like, yeah. tighten up, team tight pussy, yeah. 2022, read over the contracts. Because I've also heard like, there's horror stories out there that like fucking shit happens and you just want to make sure all grounds are, oh, yeah. are covered. Yeah. And a small note, um, you do get what you pay for most <laughs> of the time, which we can get into in <laughs> another upcoming episode. Um, okay. So don't. A lot of my don'ts are just like little detaily things, but yeah. you don't need to dance to a full three to four minutes song, oh, especially yeah. for parent dances. No, 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 no. You don't need all that. It gets awkward. It gets like yeah. it just gets boring if you if you value guest experience. Um, and you, I mean, nobody really enjoys being stared at. I think like you underestimate how long a three to four minute song is there you when go. you're up in front of an audience. There you go. That part. It's, yeah. It's really about like, you don't, it's something you may not think about. So we're here to tell you that we see it all the time and it's like a four, four minutes is a yeah. long time. And that's not like taking away from that special moment. Believe me, yeah. the special moment is there the moment you walk on the dance floor and you just like start dancing like that. You get yeah. to live in it and four minutes and five minutes is too long. <laughs> I uh, mean, how go, many, how many times have we heard the. What is it? The what is that song? I'm thinking Butterfly Kisses. Oh, that's a long one too. Is it Leonard Skinner? Oh, that um, simple, simple man, simple man. Kind of man. Oh my god! It's always song. it's always a father. I mean, a, a oh a, a groom mother dance. Yeah. Oh dear me, that is so that Leonard Skinner is so long, but. Hey, choose whatever song you yeah, want. Six We're, minutes. Six and minutes. I've I've sat that whole six minutes. I've and I I was at the six minutes where the groom sobbed the entire time. Mama, mama's boy. Ooh. And I liked it and I was there for the emotional capturing of it, but 
That's man, it hit it hit first. It hit the first minute. Okay. Yeah. We but get it. We get it. We get it. Simple man. You are simple man. Mama told me when I was young. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Um, I don't think people really think a lot about that. But we're here to tell you. Yeah. Cut it. You need to cut, cut it. Cut it down. Cook it down. Cook it down. <laughs> okay. Um, my last one is what we always talk about. So, I mean, if you want to keep going or I'll just finish on mine. Okay. Um, yeah, I have, an, I have a do. Go for it. Do have someone meaningful marry you. Mm-hmm. I feel this more and more as I edit more and more wedding videos. Um, but it's just so nice when the person marrying you has something personal to say. Mm-hmm. And like you can have that moment with the person that's marrying you. But also like it just adds this like added intimacy like i've started using the term like intimate weddings beyond like guest count because i feel like i've been a part of intimate weddings that had 150 people it's all about how you structure your day and like the meaningful things that are shared and like the time you spend together and um intentionality i think is more intimate than like guest count because i've also gone to weddings with 40 people that were Pretty sterile, pretty uh, pretty dry, pretty dry. So I feel like intimacy goes beyond that. But um, yeah, I think marrying, getting married by someone, having someone officiate, or that can attest to who you guys are as people. Like that is so nice. I think like that has become a trend, but now I feel like it should be standard. That's how yeah. that's how strongly I feel about that, and having. Um, had done it i've also seen people who want to get married in a church but also want that intimate ceremony mm-hmm. with someone who knows them to marry them and so they get married at a church on like a wednesday and have that and then do the whole wedding gig just like how how they want it so yeah. they get the best of both worlds and one of my couples um for this year is actually doing that and i thought that was really cool really yeah so it's like best of both worlds like you still want a church wedding like go do it and then like do the emotional ceremony. Yeah. Or the bit more intentional ceremony after. Yeah. I mean, best, one of my um, best decisions I made for my wedding was having my sister officiate yeah. and how she did it. None of us will ever know. I'm telling you, Britt, she, I'll tell you this story. One time she went up to, we were doing a fundraiser um, way back when we thought we were philanthropists, whatever. We won't talk about it. We, <laughs> We were like, we won't stand up for good. And so we <laughs> were hosting this this showing of a movie to spread awareness. And we were going up to libraries to see if we can post these flyers to to market it. And she went up to hey, I was doing all the talking and I'm like, okay, Brett, you got this one. I don't want to do this. So we go up to our hometown library. She goes up to librarian. And her tongue swelled up. She's like, uh, 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 I thought she was stroking out. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing moment to this day. And I look at her like, I remember being like, oh, my God. And she literally was speaking gibberish. And like, while it was happening in real time, she's like wide eyeing me. And I'm like, um, what she means to say is we're hosting a showing of a documentary. Oh my God, it was so embarrassing. And we still talk about it to this day. <laughs> and we laugh about it. But 
my armpits were so fucking sweaty from just watching it. So, and she, when she asked us to officiate our wedding, I'm like, do you not recall the Brunswick Library 2006? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I don't know what happened that day, but I'm telling you, she spoke with confidence. Didn't, yeah. didn't swell up. Tongue was at perfect, perfect <laughs> swell. <laughs> I, I, it was crazy. I that mean, it is was so not, funny. It's not to say that we didn't think she could rise to the occasion, Britt. I already know you're listening, but it was like we were absolutely blown away yeah. by how in the moment you are with us. Yeah. For sure. So, and Laura is going to marry us, wants to marry us. And I was not always on the team for it because I'm like, how am I going to get through it? Like, mm. Laura and I, we've got a history. We've got a storied past. We've got a storied past. I'm like, how am I going to be able to, like, look at the person that I love most in the world next to the other person I love most in the world and breathe? Be yeah. Be able to physically breathe. But we'll, we're going we're gonna to fuck around. You wing it. We're Literally, work. adrenaline just comes right in. And you're just, I was just elated. Like, yeah. I just the you amount of giggly and just so happy. I was on cloud nine the whole day. I think I was just riding the wave. Yeah. I mean, that is the best way to be, truly. I mean, I think I'm going to be crying, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give one more don't. Okay. And this is just a a very kind, take a peek, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Rethink it, have a thought on it, ponder it. Um, Kids at weddings. Mm. Because, and I'm just going to say this. I've never heard of anybody um, not having kids at their wedding that regretted their choice to not have kids at their wedding. But I have heard of people mm-hmm. have kids at their wedding and regret having kids at their wedding. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for, you know, get the family pics, have the kids there for a time, and then ski that. okay? You don't want the kids around eating your wedding cake or cupcakes before you do because they can't they can't resist these kids are at a hundred okay they're sliding on their knees to the dance floor over and over acting expecting us to act like it's the first time we've seen them do it oh yeah and they are doing they're spinning around on the floor on their bellies they're little b-boy b-girls just b-bopping consistently oh and if there's no one on the dance floor me as a photographer is going to lean in yeah to this but believe me, we don't want to. No. We get what we need to get and we need to keep it moving. It is cute for a short amount of time and then it's not. Yeah. And then it's like parents yelling at their kids. And the parents and- are not having a good time. No. Depending how old your kids are. You know, I'm about, I'm also, I still stand by my, by my decision of having my nephews in. They were also old enough yes. to, to like answer to requests and be well behaved they're also very very well behaved children they're the best there is they i'm i i agree with stand by that yeah i mean you told them what to do they you didn't have to tell them twice they just look at you like yeah they were also in the pandemic so they're like people People? (laughs) what is this yeah um no shocked (laughs) a little bit a little bit um but i i stand by that like and also when it was their bedtime at 10 i mean my sister and my brother-in-law partied to the break dawn. Yeah. It was really memorable for me. Like, yeah, it was still good, but that's the only thing I would condone. And like you said, like keep them to the family photos and hire a sitter. Like, yeah, seriously. Take a peek on that if you're able to. Yeah. But 
yeah, and, and, and it's a- hard. Like I, I am Aunt Rach to, or Rachy or whatever to many children, right? Like, love them. Eric is like the closest thing I have to my own child, Madison's son. Like, I love him. He's not going to be there. Okay, I he's not. You know, Miles, Florence, love you. Would love a pick with you. Let's do it the next day. Yeah, let's do it another not time. Forrest, Oliver, you know I would never want to miss a photo op with you two, but I want your pre- your parents there, present and drunk. Mm-hmm. I stand Stay by. Stay at home. Stay, Stay home. home with Aunt Sierra. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's not necessary, and I know I'll, you get a lot of pushback from parents, like the grandparents of those kids, because in their mind these kids are going to be perfect angels and they're going to love it. But just ha- try. I mean, fuck around with some boundaries in 2022. Fuck around with some boundaries. Fuck around with some boundaries and just say like, hey, I've heard this from a lot of people and I really want this day to be about like all of the adults in my life having fun, being present. And I feel like kids are going to get in the way of that. And I'm, yeah, we, we really, I really want to have this conversation as, and I always say, plead your case. Why do you, why do you want kids at the wedding? Mm -hmm. What is your hope? And then like, let's backtrack that. Like, Mm -hmm. because if it's just for pictures, hell yeah, let's get them there for pictures. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You know, like we understand, but it's not something like, also, if they're not old enough to ever remember it too. Think about that. Like, I don't know. Take a peek on that. Take a peek. So I just want to bring that up. Also, whatever you buy them, whatever, whatever, if it's a boy, if it's a girl and they're wearing pants. There, it's the knees, off. the knees are out. Okay, yeah. I'm telling you, the amount of times these kids slide on their knees. Oh yeah, and acting like it's the best thing they've oh, ever done in their life. And, and some, like, <laughs> are you serious? You got the rug burn at some. some it's venues. all bad. The, the like basketball skirts. And let's be honest, like parents, like you're keeping them up, and they're running rampant. Like I'm sure the night after that can't be great, or the next day. Oh no, you know, high high on sugar. Yeah, you don't even know how. You Sounds don't like a nightmare even. on their end, but whatever. Well, what are we to say? Tui Shazon. Hey, Tui. The last thing I have, and we already kind of touched on it here, and we talk about it a lot on the pod, but I thought it'd be nice to wrap up with intentionality. Um, that's definitely a do. You know, pan- pandemic has taught us what really matters. So let's take those lessons as you plan your wedding for 2022. We are talking about details that mean something to you um, and making it a personal experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, focus your priorities as you guys as a couple that will shine through on your day. Mm -hmm. We talk about this a lot, personalizing your wedding, but... It's I, I think it's what makes or breaks a good wedding and not, you know, I right. think as guests who are experiencing it, like they want to learn something more about you guys that yeah. they didn't know before they came in and they want to know they want to leave there feeling a part of that. Mm-hmm. And you and you can do that by, yeah. you know, making them a little more a part of the day by yeah. sharing some personal experiences and things about you guys as a couple. So, yeah. And if you're like maybe more of an introverted couple, maybe you like. Like, there are ways to do this even before your wedding. Like, yeah. have a really cool wedding website that, you know, is very on theme for you guys that has, you know, like, fun shit, you know? Like, you you can make it you and you can make these personal things beyond, like, putting on a show for other people. Like, yeah. there are ways for you to, like, incorporate your personalities into what you're doing and, like, your story. Like, it's not just, like, your personality. Like, like 
I mean, I, I think a lot of people, like, I love it when my couples are getting married at, like, breweries or whatever because, like, that's their passion. That's what they love to do. They, you know, go to breweries on the weekends. They love, you know, that kind of atmosphere. And I think, um, yeah, intentionality is so important. And I think just, like, I mean, even now, like, with wedding planning and I'm a professional, like, it's so easy to get sucked down everything. Like, I was almost making myself a wedding website. Which I was just saying how that's a good thing. For me, I don't need a wedding website. I've got four months, five months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, you know. Especially with the smaller uh-uh. guest list. I think if yeah. you're managing more guests, yeah. it makes a but little like, more sense. But you just, you get really sucked in. And I think every once in a while, maybe when you listen to our podcast, you can take a step back and be like, do we even like this? Mm-hmm. Do I even care? Am I going to stay up late at night thinking about this? No. Take a peek. Take a peek. It's easy to get wrapped up in it. Believe me, it was me. Um, and I'm just going to tell you because I can't change the past. Mm-hmm. But um, take take my advice. Like I did, I did lose sight of some things when I was planning. I did. The perfectionist in me came out. Mm-hmm. Very rarely does it come out, but it did. And so, was it was it all worth it? Yeah, but like, don't. Don't lose sleep over shit. Yeah. I'm telling you now, you know, and Rachel's telling you now from this being her second wedding and me just going through, you know, mine. Yeah. It's like we're telling you what we've learned and we we're telling you guys as friends. We're telling you guys as someone who really cares about about the whole process because not only is it our job, but um, obviously we're passionate about it. So take a peek and really just... Just focus on you. Doesn't don't have to lose sleep. Don't have to stress too much. Mm-hmm. Also, reach out to a friend. Reach out to someone who just got married. We said yeah. that before in a podcast and one of our episodes. They can bring you down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Friends that just know you well and be like, really in. Hey, have you noticed me lately? Am I have I lost my mind? Yeah, because <laughs> it happens. It's very easy. easy yes, absolutely. Friends who keep you hold you accountable. Yeah, and you deserve to have the wedding day that you want. You know, you deserve to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. paying for it. Yeah, advocate for that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. So there you guys go. There we are. A little bit of wedding content. Yeah, we said we we're gonna steer away from it, but obviously it is in our roots. And yeah. with weddings upcoming and Rach's, we had to, we had a yeah. little dabble into it's it. It's our job. We're professionals. Something like that. We are in the wedding cat- category of life. We know it. All right, guys. That's enough. <laughs> yes. Hey, thanks. Thank you guys too for submitting your ideas for topics. So good. Those were great. Um, also, another one I want to do and I want to put an anonymous Google form for is first dance psychoanalysis. Oh, we're definitely getting into that. Um, I We've been wanting to do this for a while. But be prepared to be roasted. Don't bring your first dance song to the table if you're not ready you're to be psychoanalyzed. Okay? We are here for l- jokes, guys. Yeah. We are not comedians, but we like to think we are. And we will bring, we're going to bring the heat. So let us psychoanalyze you in a very comedic, fun, lighthearted yeah. way. Tell us your first dance song. We're going to analyze your relationship. And I think it'll yeah. be funny. Well, I'll put that up and we'll get to that within the next few weeks. Cool. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, we we're good at outros now. We are 2022. We're tightening up. Team tight pussy. This is for better and worse podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Rach, and we. Have-